Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Dutzman. I am your host, and I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That's a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. Today, I am staying in the parking lot for a few minutes so that I can go over some pretty cool announcements and one that requires me reading the names of some games and I would rather do that parked than while driving, so forgive me. This will be a relatively quick episode, then I'll follow up with another one talking about some of the other announcements from last night's Nintendo Direct. So, here we go. Um, the uh, uh, There were a lot of big announcements during last night's Nintendo Direct, um, but I think, realistically, the one that made the most people happy, probably the biggest... Surprise. Uh, well, surprise isn't the right word. The biggest announcement, um, Super Nintendo games coming to the Nintendo Switch online service. So, essentially, um, it's been about a year since the NES games started, and they've been adding two to three games a month for, as I said, you know, a year now. And so now, uh, starting today... You can play Super Nintendo games. So let me just read off the list so that then I can start driving. So here are the games. We have Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mag 2 Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Star Fox, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. So, that's a really good lineup, right? Um, it definitely has, I mean, between Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, that, like, grouping of four games five games, rather. Um, no, four. I read four. Give me a break, guys. I haven't had my coffee. That particular group, I mean, if that's all they gave us and never gave us anything else, it might have been fine because those are four of the best games of all time, full stop. But they added in some extra stuff, right? And they range from, you know, F-Zero and Pilot Wings, which are like Nintendo classics, to Breath of Fire, which is, while not a, you know, god-tier role-playing game, Breath of Fire is a cool SNES-era role-playing game that was the beginning of a big franchise. I'm hoping that they, you know, kind of put some more on there. Also, the fact that there are RPGs on there, if they can work something out with Square and all of a sudden, you know, put Final Fantasy IV and VI and things like that, uh, that'd be crazy good. Um, Joe and Mag 2, Lost in the Tropics. That game is so stupid. It's about a couple cavemen. Um, it's a neat platformer. Definitely worth looking at. Um, I'm a huge fan of Super Tennis. Um, I loved Super Tennis back in the day. Um, Super Soccer is also better than it has any right to be. This is one of those things where everybody's going to find kind of something that they like. And beyond that, uh, whatever. I can't wait to play Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, because I have never played it. Um... I know, everybody's going to give me some crap over that, but it's not my... That's a blind spot for me, um, so I can't wait. This is 
and I haven't played Breath of Fire either. Um, more, I mean, I played like halfway through it, but I never finished it. Um, so I'm very excited about that. So yeah, that is the first thing that, you know, I, I had to read a list. So now I can drive. Um, here's some of the other announcements. Um, you know, cause again, this was 40 minutes, but man, was it jam packed with stuff. First, uh, Banjo-Kazooie is out and he is available on the Nintendo, uh, on the Nintendo Switch. It's downloadable content for, um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. In fact, immediately following the, um, the Nintendo Direct, they followed it up with like a half hour, 40 minute long, um, live stream with Sakurai actually showing us how to play as Banjo and how they designed him and what his move set is like very similar to the live stream they did showing everybody how to use Hero from Dragon Quest. Um, Banjo works like Banjo, guys. All his moves are based very heavily on uh, what he was in the Banjo-Kazooie games. Um, the weirdest part about that live stream um, is he encouraged people to download and play an Xbox One game. Like, he explicitly said, you know, Banjo, the Banjo-Kazooie IP is owned by our rival Microsoft, and if you want to play Banjo-Kazooie, um, if you've never played it, um, you should go download it on your Xbox One, give it a try. And that was the most surreal thing for me. Like, I don't really know, like... I live in a world where freaking Sakurai, the guy behind Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> told me to buy an Xbox One game. It was super weird, but it's fine. Um, they also announced Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury is uh, coming to the um, to the Smash Brothers roster. He is the fourth character in the Season 1 DLC for Ult Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, I say Season 1 uh, because they also announced that they're going to do another season, that there are going to be more characters. And they actually had Sakurai mention um, that if the Smash Brothers series continues, which it will, he doesn't know if he'll ever have the opportunity to bring everyone back again. You know, this truly is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, and so he's going to try and push the record. He's going to try and get as many characters in there from as many different worlds as he can. So, um, let's get nuts, guys, because the reality is season one of DLC has already been absolutely bananas, and the characters that were in it to begin with were bananas, and now, I mean, Terry Bogard, he's from King of Fighters, Fatal Fury, I mean, he's, uh, I knew who he was when I saw him, I forgot his last name, but you know, I recognize the hat and the gloves right away. I think he'll fit perfectly well into the Smash Brothers roster. But it's nuts, guys. Anything is possible. Um, I don't think Sub-Zero is outside the realm of possibility, guys. I'm not even, like, literally not even joking. It really comes down to, all right, who wants in on this party? Um, so we still have a, uh, it looks like Terry is coming in November. Um, and then I'm guessing that we're going to get the next DLC character announced at Game Awards. That makes sense. Um, but I, th I also think maybe when they announce that new character, maybe they'll announce the first character in the next DLC. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how they want to keep the hype going. 
and if they already have the agreements and set. But it's so crazy to think about this. Like, it could be anyone at this point. I, I, no, I don't know, man. I think at this point we have to start looking at video game characters that aren't in it yet and, you know, uh, do a process of elimination. You know, let's think of, like, major franchises um, and just, like, process of elimination. Like, who is gone? Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, can't wait to see what happens from that. Another big announcement, and this was kind of like their one more thing, was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which I am very excited for. I'm not sure exactly if we're going to get it. Um, I probably will. I'm a JRPG fan. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles was released on the uh, Wii back in the day. I played it. I played about halfway through the game. Um, it is long, um, but the advantage of being able to play things kind of on the go on the Switch is kind of nice. Um, it's a cool JRPG with a neat like time mechanic. Um, it's fun, and it looks very pretty in the Definitive Edition. Apparently, they're adding new character-centric quests and new plot stuff and new areas, so I'm down with that. Um, I shouldn't bury the lead. They also officially announced that Overwatch is coming to Switch. That was the very first thing. Um, the reason I'm not, like, freaking out about it is um, I really am, because as soon as it was done, my kids were like, so we're getting Overwatch for the Switch, and I was like, honestly, guys, I don't know why we would, because we already own it. We already love it. Um, and I'm not convinced that owning it on the Switch is, because we're not going to play it on the go, right? Like, if there were cross-play, I think it would be valuable to have two Switch accounts, so maybe we could play together, but it doesn't have cross-play. That hasn't been announced at this point. Um, maybe they're saving that for BlizzCon. I don't know. Um, and gyro controls for some of the special moves are not really all that important to me. Um, there's just no... It, I already own it on a console. The only other place that I might think about buying, you know, double dipping would be if I were to buy it on PC just so I could play it on higher levels and with a mouse and a keyboard. Um, but that's mostly for streaming and things like that. I just don't know what I was really hoping for with the announcement because it actually was rumored earlier on. I was really hoping that there would be Nintendo-centric skins. Even if it was just a handful of them, maybe like one, even if it was, you know, the obvious ones, right? Um, like I imagined like a Wario skin for Roadhog or, you know, something like that, right? Um, maybe a Daisy skin for Tracer, uh, something like that, right? If there was some kind of announcement like that, I think that would have made a bit of difference for me. Um, but there wasn't. Right now, it's the same game that we already own on Xbox um, on Nintendo Switch. And that's weird to me. So, obviously, we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see because we don't know. I mean, obviously, BlizzCon is in November, which is um, just after the game comes out. Cause it comes out October 15th. Um, it is only $40, which is a pretty good price. It's not a full-price game. Um, it is a 100% digital download, so there's that. Um, and if you buy the uh, that all-digital game, um, I think if you... 
either if you buy a physical or I'm not sure because apparently you can buy it. You buy like a box with a download code in it. Um, my understanding is the game comes with like 15 skins to kind of get you started. Um, it's not hard to get skins in Overwatch if you just play a lot. You just need to play consistently and save up your coins. Um, and because all the skins are available for sale. Um, you just got to save up your coins, uh, which can be tough to get. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. And I think it's exactly what the 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 Switch needs. It needs a good shooter. And Overwatch needs a new audience to kind of give it that burst of energy. Um, I I just don't know that, it's, that that audience includes us, but that's okay. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to play that game. Um, and frankly, if they give us exclusive Nintendo content or cross-play to justify its existence for us, we'll absolutely buy it. Um, let's see. I mean, they made a bunch of announcements for, you know, games that were not super appropriate for us. They did give us a... They did, however, give us a deeper dive into Animal Crossing. And most notably, they gave it a release date, which is March 20th of... 2020 so that game is coming very soon and it's adorable we immediately started arguing over i think we're gonna have to buy a pair of switches so that and four copies of that game i'm not even kidding it's gonna be nuts so that is um that was the animal crossing announcement um man they gave it is I don't know why you're trapped on that island in that game, but I don't really think I care. Um, I really... <laughs> I like a lot of the stuff they're doing. Uh, and I appreciate... And I really appreciate the fact that they added, like, a really significant crafting system. There are so many... It really turns it into, like, a survival-style game just without having to make food for yourself. Um... There's no fail state in Animal Crossing, at least that I can see. But so many games, Minecraft and Don't Starve and other similar games, have these crafting systems where you're you know, constantly looking for materials. And it makes perfect sense. Rather than funneling everything into bells and then just buying stuff from a shop, being able to just make whatever you need for the most part, it sounds awesome to me. And the fact that you know what you're buying are tools to be more efficient at making those things, that sounds like a great change that the added complexity of a more powerful machine, you know, that comes from having a more powerful machine running the game, sounds great. Um, yeah, I mean, they gave us more information about Pokemon. We got a new, uh, some new Pokemon. We got some, you can cook. Uh, your, your goal is to make they have a curry decks, so you can make curry. I, I don't know where cooking came from. Um, that sounds great. They, they could have told us nothing about Pokemon and we would have been happy. It's, that's what's so weird about it. Um, but they also showed us Poltegeist, which is a ghost-type Pokemon that is a floating ghost-type teapot. Sure. They gave us more information about Luigi's Mansion, which is coming out on October 31st. Specifically, they detailed some of the different levels and the multiplayer, which I don't know how I feel about that, but sure. Uh, it comes out on Halloween, though, so that's a great time for Luigi to hunt some ghosts. 
all told, guys, this was a pretty good direct. Lots of fun stuff. Um, you know, lots of cool announcements. They announced Overwatch, the NES or the SNES games. Uh, what did you think? Did you watch it? Uh, what are you most excited to get your hands on? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, I will be back next time. And uh, so I hope you guys have a great day. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.